Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are all doing well. I am feeling so good. It's like one of those days where I feel exhausted, but in the best way. If you're a generator or an MG, know that feeling. Like I'm like, I used up all of my energy in the best way. It's like actually the end of my day, but I really wanted to record this episode. It's been like wanting to come forward and it's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Um, but I've had the best day because today we officially launched courts, like as I am recording this. So I know that you'll have already heard about it, but it's fun to record like in real time after the actual launch day. Uh, my team and I have put so much into this and it just feels like it's been such a long time coming. I'm, if you're watching the video on, on YouTube, I'm wearing my Citrine necklace. I wear this like so often, uh, but I'm just so excited to finally share these products with all of you. We have pendulums, we have crystal necklaces, we have the affirmation cards, we have the journal, we have the mugs, we have sweatshirts. These are all products that I use and love and are part of my daily spiritual practice. Just these little, like I think about, you know, the necklace and it's like, this just this constant reminder for me, the power of the crystals themselves. My pendulums are my favorite spiritual tool by far. The daily polls I do with my affirmation cards is a huge part of my morning routine. So it's just like, these are the things that like we say on the website, like elevate your daily rituals. And my goal is to help people bring the higher dimensions into the 3d so we can actually transmute this, you know, and it's all in the little details. So I'm just really excited. It's been so cool to see everybody's response. And I just appreciate all of the support, whether or not you ordered. I mean, huge thank you to everybody who's ordered, but also if you haven't and just supporting, that just means the world to me. So, you know, being an entrepreneur and putting my heart and soul into all these different endeavors, it's like just an expression of my heart. <laughs> uh, and I feel like that with every book that I release and now with the products, like these are just for me, like a piece of my heart that I'm extending out to the community. And it's fun because this is a very different way to really connect in with you guys. And I think there's something really cool about having physical products that we're all using together um, that really helps to anchor in that feeling of community. That's been huge, a huge topic of conversation within the Embodied Goddess program I'm running right now, within the Channel Collective, the membership. We've been talking a lot about community and finding your tribe and just like the things that help us really feel that deep connection. And I think that's been something that a lot of us are really missing that we're being guided to right now this surface level relationship thing or like community, but not really community isn't going to work. Like we really need true community. And I think it's really valuable just to reflect on like, what does community mean to me? What does it feel like to me? And we've got to look at the places in our lives where we say we have a community, but do we really, or is it just surface level? Is it something I'm showing up to, but it's that feeling of I'm lonely in a crowded room we've really got to look at that stuff. That's going to come up further in this episode today. I also just want to say, if you're listening to the podcast, I already said this in my last YouTube video, I have a new mic. Um, I'm going to be making some fun changes with the show, whatever, but I, I've been trying to not use my headphones so much. Um, <laughs> whatever. I got a new mic. The thing is my headset that I use, the sound is the best by far. And 
I've been trying so many mics. I've been getting like the fanciest, nicest mics. And, you know, I've worked in the podcast space for a long time. I have like a lot of podcast connections. Like I've got all the right connections and I've tried everything. Everybody sent my way and I'm just so picky. Um, I mean, being in a studio would make a big difference for sure. Whatever. I've just been trying things on. So I have a new mic and I actually like this one. And it's just nice because I don't have to use my headphones. So anyway, you know, you're like, I don't really care, Christina, get to it. <clears throat> so anyway, thanks for all of the support with Quartz. It feels surreal. If you want to shop, you can go to quartzshop.com, Q-R-T-Z-S-H-O-P.com to check out all of our products. It was 444 right when I said that. There's been so much divine support around this. It's been really magical. Like the number of you who are sending in your orders and like sending in all the angel numbers with the time. I'm like, it's just so cool to, to see the magic that, that plays out. So I am just feeling really grateful, really, really grateful around this launch. And I have so many things changing in my life right now, which I know a lot of you do too. And I just like reminding myself to stop, to pause, to really like set up some sacred space to celebrate this, to really, to really think about how this has helped me grow and like set intentions around it and just really like be in gratitude and really celebrate because I, like a lot of entrepreneurs, can tend to move really fast and just kind of be on to the next thing. And I feel excited through it, but I really like want to milk these experiences and these moments a lot more. And um, I'm a big believer in celebrating like as many things as you can, because I always feel like I remember the milestones more through the celebrations than the actual milestones themselves, if that makes any sense. So I think about like something really basic, like graduating from high school or college, it's not even like, it's not the graduation that was, I mean, yeah, it's special, but like it was really the graduation party or the celebration, like going out with family and friends. Those are the things I really remember uh, and I anchor into. And those are like the amazing times. And I like to, every time I have a milestone in my life, have some type of celebration or memory attached to it that I can really anchor into, you know? So like I was thinking about, I have so many episodes of the podcast <laughs> and I don't remember every single like hundred episode marker. I Like I just kind of moved through it and I, I don't fully remember what was going on, but I do remember, for example, my 500th episode because I had a bunch of my friends over for dinner. We got a 500th episode cake. Uh, one of my friends made me this big poster with all of my different podcast covers covers over the years. So it was like, I, I remember that because of that milestone attached to it. And I'm sharing this because I feel that there's a real call for a lot of us to really stop and slow down and really start to appreciate. It's this conversation we've been having in the membership about like really receiving life and being fully present to life. Because here's the thing, like, if you're zooming through life and you're never pausing and, and slowing down and really experiencing it, you might feel like you're not fully happy, not because everything you require or need isn't right in front of you, just because you're not actually fully like receiving it, you know? And I know that there are things that I've just zoomed through and because I wasn't present to it, I didn't actually experience all the happiness around it that I could have, or maybe I thought something was missing and it wasn't that something was missing. Well, what was missing was my presence to actually being happy in my current situation, you know? And so 
It's about being present. It's about receiving all that life has to offer. It's about being able to actually anchor into that feeling of gratitude and appreciation. And I think that that's actually hard for a lot of people because they're moving so fast. But when we slow down and we like actually experience the moments, we can really feel that gratitude and feel that appreciation. And that is one of the most magnetic places to be. That is how you see, experience, feel the magic in your life. So I am practicing slowing down and always ritualizing, having a celebration around different milestones. And Quartz is such a cool one for me because it's a totally different type of business. And it has taught me a lot. And for me, just feels like a lot more like, I don't know, like I just wanted these products out. I wanted to share this with people. I like I made products that I wanted created. I have had this vision. I have been looking for this this exact type of crystal necklace for so long. Like I knew specifically what I wanted and I was like, I cannot find this anywhere. All the crystal necklaces that I were finding, I mean, I would find a lot of beautiful things, but a lot of them are just like a lot bigger. Um, I would either find a, a much bigger crystal or it'd be super, super small or it would be not raw, like it would be more, I don't know what the, what the word is, you know, um, like in a setting and, and not that that's not all great, but I was just like, I, I had this vision in my head of like, I'm looking for this necklace. And so I made it or like the pendulums. I'm like, I want a pendulum with a rose gold chain. Um, I want it to look and feel a lot more opulent. And so I created it, you know, so it's just really cool to, to bring things to life, um, in a very physical way. And also always makes me reappreciate everything that I own in a very different way. When you look into like, what it takes to bring any physical product to life. And, you know, we have so many things and we use so many things and we don't always think about what it takes to bring it to fruition the same way with our food. It's like, we would probably appreciate our food. Well, we would appreciate our food a lot more if we had to actually go out and get it from the garden, if we have to get it from the field, right? And so there's just a new level of appreciation when you walk that path of like, you know, what it takes to really bring it to to fruition. So it's, it's cool to experience all of that. Um, so thank you for all the support and excited to see, uh, you know, what's next. So recently I hosted my connecting with your soul purpose retreat, which was amazing. And obviously I had all of the beverages there, which meant like 20 boxes of element. And we went through those boxes very quickly. And the uh, ladies there were saying that I should make my own little guide as to how I use Element. You guys know I'm obsessed with these electrolytes. Most electrolytes are filled with crap ingredients, to be honest. These are the cleanest electrolytes out there. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that extra stuff. And you know, I used to think that electrolytes were really just for athletes and they're not. If you are on a whole foods based diet at all, especially if you're low carb, but even when I'm not lower carb or keto, I still need a lot more electrolytes. If you're consistently active, which I know a lot of you here are consistently active, that doesn't have to mean full athlete, but if you're active and or if you are a light worker, if you are doing a lot of energy work, if you're doing a lot of frequency work, especially if you're any type of healer, like we are burning through a lot of light and you know, during the retreat, it was two days and we were just moving so much energy through everything we were covering. And everyone was like, holy shit, I need 20 packs of electrolytes today. If you notice that you have random symptoms like headaches, fatigue, poor concentration, 
constant cravings, fluid retention, leg cramps. You might have an electrolyte imbalance. I used to have all of those symptoms and I always thought they were connected to some bigger health issue and then I just started drinking electrolytes and everything evened out. So it could be as simple as that and Element tastes amazing. So here's a lowdown. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and some are between orange and raspberry. Hard for me to decide. I like all of those in cold water and start with less, like start with a quarter of a packet or half a packet until you get used to it or that might be all you need. Also, depending on how big your cup is, like I will use a full packet if it's a 32 ounce cup. But then the chocolate ones, which the chocolate medley is still available. You wanna drink these hot. And what I love about these is it's like hot chocolate without anything in it. Like it's actually bizarre how good this tastes. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to me. The mint chocolate I drink pretty much every day in the evening. I just literally mix in hot water and it tastes amazing. You could add in nut milk if you want, but I actually don't usually do that. The chocolate salt and the chocolate caramel. You can also mix in with hot water, but I actually love to put these in with coffee or like a dandelion tea, chicory root tea, dandy blend, like something with that kind of profile. And it just tastes so amazing. Especially if you do like the chocolate caramel with coffee. It's like this salted caramel latte without any syrup or sugar or any of that stuff you don't want. So the chocolate ones you want to drink hot. The rest are great cold and you could even mix in like you could do chocolate salt with raspberry and have like chocolate raspberry or chocolate orange. That could be really delicious too. Do not sleep on this. It's a game changer. I want to hear if you have any fun flavor combos as well. I'm always interested in figuring out new ways to drink my element. Whether you are a new or a returning customer, if you go to drinkelement.com CTC and use that code CTC, that will get you a free sample pack with your order. So it's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You'll get a free sample pack with your order every single time. So you can try out all the flavors, add more to your collection. And Element does no questions asked refunds. So it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you can get your money back and you don't even have to return the box. They seriously have the best customer service. So you literally have nothing to lose. Go to drinkelement.com slash CTC get your free sample pack with your order. Be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can see what your favorite flavor is. What I really wanted to talk about today uh, is things that change as you're moving through the ascension process as you're raising your frequency. I've talked about the ascension process in different ways on the show, but I kind of wanted to take a different angle. I want to just talk as... Christina from my experience and this is really inspired by well I'll say a lot I have a lot of conversations like this with with my friends but I was talking to one of my really close friends a few days ago and we were just laughing about how uh we both just like have so many days where we were like what did I do today like I don't know what I did and we were just talking a lot about like like as you raise your frequency and step more into your intuitive gifts, she's also a channel. Like you live such a different life and things feel so different. And it's like hard to do human stuff. It feels like, uh, and we were just like laughing about that. And she was like, are other people like this? And I was like, honestly, yeah, I think so. Like it's a really interesting place to be. And so I was thinking about like, there's a lot of stuff that's just changed as I've raised my vibration and continues to change. And I see this a lot with, with my friends. I, this past weekend went to 
spend some time with um, some friends, met some new people, and everybody was like very in the spirituality space. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And, you know, there's just like a certain type of way we all show up. And, and I always laugh because I have a lot of my like quote spiritual friends. And then I have a lot of my quote, like mainstream friends, like, uh, who aren't super into all of this stuff. So I I hang out with, you know, these different types of people and it's just always comical to me, like how different it is just in, in the, it's not just the types of conversations and, and they're all beautiful conversations. That's why, you know, they're my friends. They're just different. And, um, even just like the way we spend time, the way things are explained, you know, you're with your spiritual friends and everyone's talking about their past life contracts and what their spirit guide said and the download they got. And then you're talking, I'm talking to like my friends who aren't as deeply in that space. And they would explain the same thing as like, I don't know. I just, I I really felt like I had to, I had to do it, you know, uh, or I got this, I got this business opportunity and it was really cool. It came out of nowhere. And, and I can just see how the same thing is explained totally differently, but it's just funny how like different it is, or I, I see how my friends who are, who are more like the, who are energy healers and, and channels, um, you know, kind of in that realm, just the lifestyle and how different it is from a lot of my entrepreneur friends. It's a very interesting thing. I think about even like, like with phone calls and with scheduling, a lot of my friends who are more in the energy healing space and, and the channeling space, they, um, their schedules are like, just like a lot more flowy and it's all based on synchronicity. And it's like, um, I'm gonna, you know, I'll call you and just call out of the blue and like, it should, it should just be aligned. Like there's no like advanced planning, any of that. It's just kind of like, Oh, we'll see how I feel that day in that minute. And then my other friends, it's like, okay, we're Google calendaring out four months in advance. So it's just like, it's just funny how it's so different with different people. Um, and I definitely like play in both of those spaces. Uh, (laughs) you know, it's, it's funny, but I, I just wanted to talk about some of the stuff that's definitely changed for me because, and I think a lot of this will sound obvious and I feel like I've touched on a lot of this, like in different ways in different episodes, but I think getting specific here is helpful just to kind of validate what you're going through. And I think also because I'll talk to a lot of clients who are going through things like this and they're like judging themselves or thinking there's something wrong with them when really what's happening is our frequency is shifting and we are moving into a completely different way of operating in the world. Like it's a completely different way of operating. We are creating new templates. We're creating new ways of being. We're seeing how things have been problematic up until this point in all different areas of, of life, all different types of industries. Like we're, we're seeing a lot of what's not working. And then we're at this place of, okay, we have to create something different. And we, we are changing. We are changing on the cellular level. Uh, we are stepping into a very different place. And, and so what's going to resonate for us or how our bodies want to naturally function is going to be really different. And I think like a very tangible thing to look at here is just with, with the children coming in and how different they are. The souls coming in are so different and what they're going to desire, what they're going to require will be very different than 
what we have and i feel like i've been in one of these kind of like transitional generations like a a bridge generation where we are starting to break the mold and then like the younger generations are the ones who are completely like rebelling against the old way (laughs) of doing things like it's not the status quo none of this is gonna work uh and I feel like my generation was a lot of like yeah I don't really like this but this is kind of how it's done and maybe I'll get in there and maybe I'll shift the mold a little bit but I'm not deviating too far off track and then I feel like the souls coming in right now they're like yeah I'm absolutely not going to school I'm absolutely not eating that thing uh it's just a hard yeah this isn't gonna work and it quite literally physically won't work and that's what's happening for a lot of us as adults I believe I share this on an earlier podcast you know I've been through a lot with my body but something that the guides had told me a while back when I was just kind of like working through a lot of these intense shifts with my body and and my nutritional requirements I can say that requirements and things like that they said that I had to go through this shift as an adult so that I could understand my needs and how my body worked very differently because my body was going to mirror what the children coming in would need because let's say Let's say all of the kids coming in, they like literally need to be laying out in the sun to get the sun codes for three hours a day. Otherwise, they like basically can't function. Their brains aren't working. Let's just say that's an example. But if that's never really occurred for any adult before, then all the adults might be like, you don't need to do that or they're not understanding the importance of it. But when there are adults going through this transition who are able to advocate for themselves, who are able to live differently and be an example for other adults, then other adults can be like, oh, okay, maybe my kid needs this. Is that, is that making sense? You know, so I know for me talking about things that I've done with my diet or my lifestyle, I've had a lot of people in my community share that they've heard their children like saying, oh, I want more liquids like that. Or like, I I really won't want to be on the earth more hours a day, things like that. And they're like, oh, because I'm hearing this in other spaces, I'm going to maybe see if that would serve my child, you know? So anyway, none of this is, that's just an example. None of this is advice, but I just wanted to share some things that you might experience. I'll say that I've experienced as I have shifted my frequency. And I think it's really cool to see this process of becoming, like for me, tuning into my field, turning into my, tuning into my energetic signature, my color coding, like, you know, I, I'm going to see, I see all of that psychically, see everything in color and code, frequency codes, numbers, colors, shapes, like, like that is how I identify energetic signatures. I've watched as mine has changed and that is a really cool thing. It's like your thumbprint changing uh and then it's cool to have actually somebody recently asked me would I ever go back and delete all my old stuff and I'm like 
I don't know. I mean, I'll never say never if I get if I get the guidance to do that. I guess I totally would, but it's kind of cool for me to just see how much everything's changed and like literally how different I am. The things that resonated for me before, it's totally different. Like the way I look has totally changed. And I know, I mean, we all experience that on some level, but it is a kind of a different level uh, for us in this incarnation than before. It's not just uh, like getting older and looking slightly different. It's like people's codes are changing and that is physically expressed. And we're going to see that. And we see that even with spiritual gifts and like, we're going to see that with our psychic gifts. So let me just get into it. I was kind of just like brainstorming, thinking about things that have really shifted uh, for me. And once again, I'm sharing this because I feel like it's really powerful to help people stop judging how they're feeling or how they're being called to want to move through the world. If that's in a different way than before, it can be a sign of ascension. It can be a, a sign of you know, changing. And sometimes some of this is like in the transition because your body just needs some more rest or just needs to reduce its stress because it's moving through this really intense process. And sometimes it's like, hey, we're stepping into a fundamentally different way of moving through the world. And we're so used to doing it in a certain way. We're so used to trying really hard and we're so used to not listening to our souls or intuitions. We're used to listening to what we should do or what we have to do or living based off obligation that suddenly when we're in the space where we literally can't do that anymore, it's like ungrounding. Oh, I don't know what to do. So I'll see. You'll see if any of this resonates for you. Okay. So the first thing that I want to start with is exactly what I was talking about before that I was chatting with my friend about recently. What we were joking about is how... I'll say that my human really judged this as I just feel really lazy. Like I just will feel really lazy and I'm somebody that has always, I've always identified as being a type A overachiever. I get everything done. I do 150% on everything. Like, you know, I was the straight A student, uh, did 500 extracurriculars, was the president of every freaking club, like I held multiple jobs. Like I was that kind of person and I always did everything really well. And I went above and beyond and laziness was like, ugh, I hated that. You know, I was so (laughs) in that energy. Um, And I'm just used to a certain amount of output. And then especially as a generator, like I'm just used to a certain amount of output. But the thing is, the more that I have, and my friend I, I was chatting with, she's the same. Like we're both type A overachievers, um, and it's been like that our, our whole lives, you know, and it was like somewhere along the way, my humans started judging it as I just feel lazy. And what it really was is that my soul wants to simplify and my soul wants to be efficient. And we're really being called to spend, I you know I'm being called to spend a lot, spend a lot more time meditating to be uh, talking to the guides more. But even within my work, it's like, being forced to cut out all the extras because there's a lot of extra clutter and what that's doing is pushing me back in alignment with with my mission the the other thing though is that when you're getting so much more connected with yourself and you're not energetically codependent and seeking things externally I'll say you start to really love to be with yourself all the time It's not to say, you know, don't be around other people. We need community and connection. Relationships are super important and amazing. But there are so many days, like like my weekends, where I'm like, 
I literally don't know what I did. Like I woke up and I was just talking to my guides and, you know, maybe I went on a walk and then maybe I pulled some cards and then I sat there. I just sat and suddenly it's nighttime. And I'm like, what happened today? Like, I don't know what happened today. And I can just get totally lost in the other space. And and I'm like, oh my God, this whole day went by and I did nothing. And, you know, my human and my ego would always be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're so lazy. Like you should have done a million things, but I quite literally just like couldn't. And I don't know how the time passed. And that was the thing that my friend and I were chatting about. She, we were, she, we were talking about like, what we did last week. And she was like, I literally don't know. Like, I, I don't think I did anything. Like I just laid on the beach and I don't know how that happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally, I swear I just laid on my bed this entire past weekend. And I don't know, I, I don't know what happened. Like, it, and it wasn't even a conscious, I'm going to just do nothing. It was like, I was just downloading, thinking, meditating with my eyes open for multiple days straight and getting lost there. And like, this is also part of how we're going in and out of time, expanding, contracting time, all of that stuff. But th there's this really like, you know, when you're moving between dimensions, like your experience of time gets really wonky. Like you'll find it contracts, you'll find it expands and you'll experience it as much more fluid <laughs> than we might have before. And it's, it, it's one of those things. And it's also one of those things where our bodies just need a lot more rest and so things will happen to get us to slow down a lot more. And for some people, that's like, they're just feeling tired. They're feeling physically tired, emotionally tired, uh, or plans are getting canceled. Or I've seen a lot of people, a big one is getting sick. Like people are getting sick all over the place because their bodies are trying to get them to rest and slow down and do less. And we're being forced to simplify our lives and we're being forced to ask for help and learn how to receive, <laughs> learn how to receive support, learn how to really collaborate with the energy of divine love. Like we're learning to, to really stop this hyper-independence thing, but then also relate in a different way where it's not energetically codependent. So this like feeling lazy, what did I do today? What's going on is serving us in a lot of ways. And it's one of those things where like, I often have days like that, or even if it's not a whole day, it's like a chunk of time. Uh, I'm like, why I got, I'm like, I need to wake up super early because I need like six hours of sitting <laughs> because so much is moving energetically and vibrationally. It's just a lot to process. Like there's so much to process. There's so many downloads coming in. There's so many like life shifts. There's so many things that we are thinking about it different ways. And like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not everyone's like this, but I've talked to a lot of my friends about this and I'm like, I just, it's like something big will come up for me in my life where I'm like thinking about a, con a construct or something I, I do or we do as a society. And I start just reflecting on it and feeling into it. Or I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I think I might need to make a huge life change or, oh my gosh, that pattern, that ha that habit, that thing we're doing just isn't serving us. And I, I just start to like sit with it and understand the repercussions and like, well, why do I have that pattern? Why, like all of that. And it's like, I need so much time to process it. <laughs> uh, and I'm not like trying to make that happen, but I just find myself needing a lot of space and that space 
feeling lazy, feeling like I just need more space from around a lot of people. That's a huge one during Ascension, just like being very sensitive to other people's energies and needing a lot of alone time so we can actually shift and transform and change. And I know I talked about that a lot in, um, I think it was the Ascension information from the Akashic Records, that episode, but like it's a really common thing to just feel like you need a lot more harmony time, a lot more you time. And that's not saying like never talk to people or never hang out with people, whatever. It's just like we're learning the importance of having our own space. And I think especially with, with when it comes to the aura, we're so we're just overlapping so much that nobody even can tell what's theirs and what's not theirs. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. So much of the work that I do when people come for sessions, it's like, we just got to like clean out the aura, get everybody else's stuff out of there. And that in itself gives people like 90% of the clarity they need because suddenly they can hear their own thoughts and feel their own feels. Uh, And a lot of people are really tired every single day and exhausted and feeling confused because they never have space to actually be in their own energy in their own aura. And if they are, it's like not enough time for it to actually kind of dissipate, like for us to release other people's stuff. But think about it. Like people are talking to each other all day. It doesn't have to be in person. Even if they're not talking to anybody, they're on social media, they're watching YouTube, they're watching a video, they're listening to music. Um, Or maybe you live with someone or you, you live next to someone. I was just talking to someone about this and I'm like, I, my aura for sure is like in my neighbor's houses. because also as you ascend in your aura expands I'm like they for sure can feel me and I'm for sure picking up their stuff like I can feel everybody in my neighborhood um which is part of why I'm like I need to move into the middle of nowhere classic life of the intuitive like there's a reason why there are many reasons why very intuitive people often move out into like the middle of nowhere uh because they need to really be in their own energy they want to hermit more they don't want to you know, all of that. And just the lifestyle is very different of, and I think everybody's different here, but I think there's a lot of people that I know who really attach this idea of like having this friend group that you do everything with and you're always talking to. And, um, if that feels good, great. But often as you're going through Ascension, it kind of shifts into like, you have your community and you have your different friends, but it feels like a lot, it just feels a lot more like, energetically independent in their relationship and maybe you're talking less or hanging out less than you used to or or you would think you need to but it's because you're not like dependent on each other you're not feeling like you need more more time with them to have a strong relationship like you're able to have strong relationships even when you have a lot of alone time um and I know like I definitely prefer to have a lot more almost like individual relationships than I do like a group consciousness that I'm connected to. And I talked about this in the episode where I was talking about how your friendships can hold you back when you are connected to a group consciousness that is set at a certain frequency and you're trying to shift. Now that can, it can also serve you because you can also attach to a group consciousness that it has a higher frequency. It can really help to expand you and elevate you. So that can work, you know, for or against us in that way. Uh, but I, personally like to and this is about you know as we shift in terms of frequency we're really aligning more with energetic sovereignty like that 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 energy of sovereignty individuality and like really anchoring into myself my own self-expression my individuality my own field and 
operating primarily from that space and then, okay, I'm solid and stable and clear here. And then I'm going to spend time with this person going to go to this event. Like these are separate things, <laughs> uh, where I'm able to hold my frequency. I'm energetically resilient. As I say in my book, manifestation mastery, and it's not affecting my vibration because I'm so rooted in myself. And then I have time to go home, go to my space and get back into my own field, you know, and this even goes back to the, the whole, like when you're a couple sleeping in the same bed, and this is like this whole other taboo conversation I talked about this a lot, but why is it a problem to sleep in different beds? Like if, if you are always talking to people always, and then you're connected to people on social media and maybe you're a parent and you're always, you know, kind of connected to your kids and then you're sleeping in the same bed as somebody else. When does your aura ever have time to just be in its own energy? Just a question, you know? So that's why a lot of people just are, I feel like a lot of people are going to want their own room, want their own bed, like just like one a bit more space or even, you know, maybe you're used to living with roommates and you're like, I feel like I really need my own space, Th things like that. And having some type of sanctuary for ourselves to really just like be at peace and be in our own field because um, that's how we can really center back within ourselves. We can really know how we're feeling and what we really think about things. And also because this relationship with the divine is so incredibly important, you know, and, and I'll say it's like my day doesn't feel if I, if I rush through my day and I never have time to really just like connect with my guides and, uh, connect with source, I, I do not feel good. I don't feel satisfied. I feel like that was incomplete. It's just not going to work. And the more you raise your vibration, you realize like that's the connection. That's, that's the frequency that's really important to tap into, uh, to anchor into and allow it to move through you. And I think that that goes along with like the things that matter to you <laughs> change the more you raise your vibration, right? Like, and this is really shifting from ego to soul. So the more you ascend, it's like the things that you used to really care about on an ego level just change. And, you know, it's interesting for me when people ask certain questions and I think about, it's like, how did you do this? How did you do that? And I'm like, I used to care so much about that and then I just don't. For example, like caring about what other people think, <laughs> caring about if somebody's going to get upset when you do what you need to do to be happy, going against the mold and, and doing something very different, um, completing certain relationships uh, body image things. It's like the more you raise your vibration, you're just so connected to love and source and understanding like how amazing life can be and how cool your gifts are. And like, there's just so much more to life. And like this incarnation is just a blip being afraid of what people are going to think speaking, speaking your truth. It's like, you just care less and less because <laughs> it's like, you're so connected to the knowing the remembrance of who you are on a soul level and why you came here and that was that there was a mission, right? Uh, and what the purpose really was and all of this other stuff is just a distraction. Okay, so I'm gonna, I don't know, leave my job and, and so-and-so's, my boss is gonna get upset. But like in the scheme of things, okay, he, he or she can choose to get upset, but it, it, it really is not gonna hold me back because... I've got a mission to complete. I've got something to do, 
you know, and like people are going to have reactions, people are going to have feelings and also feelings change very quickly. Um, so it's just kind of like the things that we, it's like the things that we energize or we get hung up on, you know, or I think about maybe things are going wrong. You, you perceive them to be going wrong in your life. And you could let that really upset you. Like, oh my gosh, my car wouldn't start today. And then I I dropped a piece of glass and uh, this person canceled on me. And that can all kind of build up and you get frustrated. And like the more that you ascend, it's just like, okay, whatever. Oh, that person probably canceled on me because something better is coming in. What do I need to be free for tonight? And it's the classic, like, you never upset someone canceled because it's like, great. I just wanted to hang at home with my with myself and my spirit guides anyway, right? That that changes a lot too. And on the other side of things, I think like in terms of what matters to you, jo- like joy, prioritizing play, prioritizing joy. Play is a huge thing and the inner child piece is a huge shift that happens the more that you really ascend. It's like really connecting with your inner child, playing, really experiencing life, having fun, prioritizing joy and like living in the present moment. And like what is really going to bring me joy and happiness in the present moment? A lot less about, you know, worrying about the future. I think something that shifted a lot for me has been, I used to be such a future planner and it's like, okay, what are my five-year goals? Or like, where am I going to be here? And I don't think like that anymore. I don't think like that anymore. And sometimes people ask me questions. Like I feel like they expect me to like have this big plan or even with, for example, with courts, it was really interesting, you know, the way I launch things now, the way I I launch companies, the way I launch programs is so different now than it used to be. Um, where I'm like, how can I just make this as low key and effortless as possible? And I could have launched this and done a full launch and done an influencer campaign and ran ads and done a whole, like, just like a whole campaign around it on social. And I was like, why? Why? I could always do that later. I could always do that later. Like a whole launch party. It's like, and the old me probably would have done that because I felt like I should, or I felt like I had to do it in a certain way. Or that's how other people are doing it. Or I have all this information and I should utilize it. And it's like me now, I'm like, how can I just do this in the easiest way? Which just feels so bizarre to even think about because I have never been in my whole life the person that thought about what's the easiest way. Like what's the minimal effort way? But I feel like the more you ascend, you're just like, what's the easiest way to do this? Um, but it's connected to like before when I'm talking about how what matters to you changes. It's like people ask these questions. I don't think I finished this. People ask these questions about how do you X, Y, Z? And the answer is for me is like, I just don't care anymore. I don't know. I just stopped caring. Like I realized like I could be energizing this or get frustrated about it, be upset that that ended or that completed or this isn't working out, but it's just kind of like a waste of energy. It just is. I don't really have the energy to like get upset about it. I don't really want to because every moment you start to realize like I'm choosing how I feel. I'm choosing how I respond. And so why would I choose to respond in a way that where I don't feel good, right? I think with with the laziness thing, with things that matter, uh, one of the things that definitely has changed a lot, uh, is, and it goes into minimal effort for me has been just feeling like you like literally can't with the 3d stuff. And I think that this is also part of the expansion and like, how do I, how do I work with the 3d stuff and like really transmute it for sure. But I have found that I just much more like being like 
it's like visionary energy in your life than actually carrying it out because I just much prefer to work primarily in the other dimensions, in the quantum and then experience life. And so it's really operating a lot more on manifestation where I used to manually do everything before. And now it's just like, I, I just feel like I, I just can't with 3d stuff that I used to be totally fine with. It's gotten really hard, um, for me to do things that really anything that's not in alignment with like my creativity, my passion, my purpose, you know, and I think about there's a lot of things that just aren't my strength that I could do and I could do well and I would have, I would do it because it's part of being a human. Uh, and now I'm like, I, I'm quite literally can't. So for example, organizing, I'm not good at organizing. I need to organize a lot of things, clean it out. And I used to just be like, Hey, Christina, set aside a couple of hours, organize this, get it done. You're going to feel so much better. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I, it literally, I viscerally can't. And so I would like to delegate this and I will pay somebody and I will still be there. Like, this is what's so funny about it. It's not even a time-saving thing. It's like me doing the action. My whole body is like, no. And so I can just hire somebody who loves to organize they're like excited about that. And I'm probably still going to have to be around them because they're going to ask me, do you want to keep this? What do you want to do with this? Uh, and so I've been doing this and I'm like, J I don't know what it is about me actually doing the organizing. My whole body is saying no, and I can't fight against it anymore. But me standing next to somebody while they're doing it, <laughs> even though I'm still there and it's still taking my time for some reason, I can do that. And I think that's a big thing that's going to come up for a lot of people like where you it goes back to the lazy, like thinking you're lazy or judging yourself. Your body will get so tired and exhausted and so resistant to the things that you're just not meant to be doing that are just not in alignment. And I have this with timing as well. Like when I have, you know, I have a lot of different tasks I'm managing and I used to logically map them all out. I would logically map them all out based on like timing and like how could I not be task switching? I'm going to fit this into my calendar and it all work out that way. And it was great. And then somewhere along the way, I got to the point where I, I, if I'm not in the mood for it, I can't do it. Like I literally can't. And so I just don't. And so, you know, people would be like, this is due. I need this, whatever. And I'm like, I literally can't like my whole body, nothing is coming through my brain, but when it's the right time and it's in alignment, when I'm in the mood, I can, I mean, clearly I could write two, I could write a whole book in two days. Right. But I'm like, I, if I try and do this right now, it will take me five hours to write one sentence. But if I wait until I'm in the mood, it will take me five minutes to write like 20 really great pieces of content. <laughs> uh, so I just quite literally can't do it if I'm in the mood. It's a very visceral thing. And I know that's like very much also sacral human design, but I, talk to a lot of people about this and I see this with a lot of people whether or not you have a sacral a lot of people they're just like it's like I I can't I can't anymore the things that I used to make myself do wasn't so bad it's like I literally can't do this uh because we are being pushed to follow only what's in alignment only what's in alignment with the mission and with that I have found that 3Ding it literally doesn't work anymore. Uh, I've been wanting to talk about this a lot with business because, you know, I feel like, look, I know a lot about business and it's actually hard for me because 
whenever I follow what I know and what I know works logically and with the trends or with the data, it never works. (laughs) And for a long time, like understanding the more 3D side, uh, the more, or I'll say even logical side of things and the intuitive side of things and the alignment piece, for a long time, it felt like I could pick. It felt like, okay, the th- I could do it this way or this way. And the 3D way might feel like a little more effort, might feel like a little more manual labor. And the 5D way might feel a little more like manifestation and effortless, but either one would work. So what do I want to pick? And then I got to a point where the 3D stuff quite literally would just blow up in my face. And it got to a point where it's like, you either manifest it and work energetically, or it's it's not going to work or even like with just being in alignment. And I've seen this happen for a lot of people with business with like launch strategies or, or they've been doing things for years and especially larger companies who have a lot of things system systematized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're coming in. They're like, we've been doing it this way for the last five, 10 years. Like we, we watch this number and we adjust it accordingly. And we always see these numbers going up and this always works. Like this, this strategy and this way of adjusting the strategy each quarter, each year has always worked and always great. And now it, literally nothing is working. And a lot of people are feeling like nothing is working. And this has come in conjunction with changes with different platforms. Like none of this is a coincidence. None of the timing is a coincidence. And it's because what's not in alignment is not going to work. It just like literally won't work. And so for a long time, it was like people were able to get by doing things that were out of alignment and they would just put in the extra effort and it would work. It would, it would work. And now it's like that it's just literally not going to like, I could look, I could put out like the logically, like this will be a best-selling thing and have the best strategy and all the numbers are supporting this and it's foolproof and do everything by the book, even if it's worked for me before. And if I put it out, it would flop. It would flop. And what I know for myself and what I've seen with a lot of my clients, and this is other entrepreneurs, this is other like larger companies, this is also more solopreneur types, like I'm seeing this everywhere. It's like, as people are are just leaning into the alignment thing and doing things that make no logical sense, but they're like, I've been inspired by this. I've been excited about this. I've been curious about this. Like I've had this intuitive nudge and they're doing it. It is working. It is blowing up very, very quickly. And this is why a lot of businesses are really, really struggling, especially the larger companies who have it so systematic and it's like such a machine that it's very far away from like the alignment energy and so it's coming back to the energy of the company and the why and the ethos of the company the consciousness of the business and really tuning into like what's in alignment for this company though because there's been a lot of like marketing strategies or ways of of running the business or even products or offers put forth that made logical sense but now we're at a point where we're shifting in vibration and so it's it's just not gonna work anymore and it goes back to like we're shifting operating systems. And so if I was a PC before and I was running Microsoft Word, you know, and it was working great, this is kind of a bad example, whatever, it was working great. And then I become a Mac and I'm, I'm, okay, I'm using Microsoft Word as well and it's fine, but then maybe Mac st- stops supporting 
Microsoft Word and now I have to use Pages. And maybe it got to that point. And so now I'm a Mac, I need to run Pages. And if I keep trying to run Microsoft Word, it's crashing because it's not supported by the operating system, you know, or it's like, I've just upgraded my, I don't know, my phone to a new iOS. And so the old application that I was running that worked before fine on my phone because, I, because my phone just updated to a new iOS, this is a better example, the app doesn't work. It's just not working. And so I would look at where that's happening in your life. And I know for me, it's been really intense business-wise, like very clear business-wise. And it was like, there was a period where I was making this transition where I had so many, um, so many like people, so many consultants and people helping. And I was trying all this stuff and I was like, what is going on? Nothing was working. And then I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do everything intuitively. When I do it all intuitively, it works out seamlessly. Don't follow the logic, follow alignment. It works every single time. Um, so I found I like if I'm not working in the quantum, if I'm not doing manifestation, if I'm not following what's in my highest alignment, it quite literally isn't going to work. And a lot of that is like one of the big shifts since raising my vibration. Moving through the ascension process is everything is pulling me toward my mission. And it, it is like it is like a tornado pull, pulling you in. And I've talked about this before of like in other incarnations and either earlier on in this time space reality, like in this incarnation, we, the, the free choice thing, like, okay, maybe I didn't fully complete everything, all the lessons I needed in, the, in that lifetime. I'll come back and reincarnate. No big deal. Or maybe I didn't fully like like fully finish all the things that my soul wanted to finish when I came here, no worries. Like, but I just made a different choice or I just chose a different mission. The mission is so much more specific in this incarnation uh, and so much more urgent that it's like this, like this, the vortex is pulling you constantly. And so to make, to, to make a free will choice in a different direction that's out of alignment with your mission is going to feel like so much extreme resistance that it doesn't even feel like a choice at all because <laughs> it's so much harder. And that's why a lot of people are feeling such extreme resistance in their lives right now where it's like, maybe it's with your health, maybe it's with your emotions or your physical health, maybe it's with relationships, maybe it's just feeling like everything's falling apart. It's because the universe is trying to redirect you to the mission because it's like, this has to happen. So we're going to add so much vibrational momentum to this that like doing any other free will choice because you can make that, but it's going to kind of suck. <laughs> so you can choose that or you can like, okay, let me go over to my mission. So, and, and once again, the shift is like when you connect with that and you connect with that sense of purpose and you really start to remember who you are, and what you came here to do, that's the only thing that really matters because you realize that's what lights you up. That, that is what everything has been pulling you toward this whole time. This project, this lesson, this relationship, these people. And you don't settle for anything less. And that's that's the other big thing that changes through ascension, through raising your frequency is no tolerance for settling. And I mean that in every area of your life, <laughs> everything. So you'll see relationships differently. You won't be able to be in surface level relationships. It's just going to be like, this is not doing nothing for me. Or before it was like, fine, okay, fine. It's like, I quite literally can't. If it's not soul aligned, if it's not soul resonant, if it's not soul fam, I can't be here. That's why we're seeing a lot of relationships falling apart, a lot of breakups, 
in all different types of romantic friendships, family, because we are being recalibrated and it's like, you just can't settle. Like it's too painful to settle. Same thing with, with career, with mission work, with how you're spending your free time. It's like, if there's something that your soul really wants to be doing, that's really letting you up, it's going to be so intensely difficult to not do that. Like we just really can't settle, you know? Um, because we remember, we remember what it's like to be in the other dimensions. We remember what it's like to consistently experience pure divine love. And so if my relationships are not calibrated to the frequency of divine love, if the things in my life are not helping me feel that and connect with the divine and live as my divine essence and allowing me to fully speak my truth, live my truth, live my soul gifts, express my power fully, then like, I don't want to be here. It's, it's like when you finally taste something that is like the most delicious thing in the world. You can never go back to what you have before. It's like drinking raw milk. And it's like, I could never drink regular milk again. Eating like a really high quality, hundred percent chocolate. I'm like, I can never eat this hundred percent from the store again. Right. You have real ice cream and you're like, oh my God, I can never eat that stuff again. Right. When you, you taste like the richness, you have something that tastes so good. You're like, I can never go back. And that's what it's like. Cause we're touching that, that frequency of pure divine love. And once you've tasted it, you can't settle anymore. So I think a lot of people are judging themselves, feeling like they're being really high maintenance or asking themselves, am I asking for too much? Am I too much? Do I want too much? Do I expect too much? Do I require too much? And what if that's the projection that you're picking up on? What if that's your ego making a judgment it doesn't need to make? And what if what's really going on is you've tasted the truth. You've seen the truth. You've seen what's possible. And so your soul is like, we're not settling for anything less right? Because that's really what's happening. Like we are, and this goes into changes like with nutrition, with sensitivities. It's not that something is wrong with your body or something. It's not something wrong. It's we are removing the veil so that we can actually see what's going on and how things have been affecting us. So for me, I'm just a lot pickier. I'm just a lot more sensitive. I'm sensitive to noises. <laughs> uh, with where I'm living, it's like if there's a lawnmower going on, or going on all around me, I, I can't with that. I'm very sensitive to noises. I'm sensitive to music, like certain melodies, frequencies in the music do not resonate for me. I can't listen to it. Sense, you know, like if something is non-resonant for me, it's if it's artificial or even just if it's not in alignment, like I might be smelling an essential oil and I'm like, oh God, no, like I can't tolerate it. I can't. It, it feels like screeching in my ears, right? Um, or with certain foods, like how something tastes in that moment or overall, or eating fake food, eating food that has a really low vibration. And it's like my body is just gonna really react to it. So we might notice that our body reactions are a lot more intense because we're becoming more aware, <laughs> right? We're not numb to it anymore. It's not that it wasn't happening the whole time. It's just we're finally seeing what was going on beneath the surface also being very sensitive to the land because there's a lot of land activations going on right now. We are being guided to specific places that we need to go to get certain information, to get certain activations, because when you go to certain areas, it turns something on for you energetically. Um, for a number of reasons, that could be a whole other podcast episode, but you could be very sensitive to the land. You could be sensitive to what's going on underneath the land, underneath the building. You could be feeling that. You could be sensitive to the land, like actually 
feeling the people that lived there before or experiences that happened before. Uh, and whereas before, maybe you could live there and you wouldn't notice it when you become energetically sensitive because your vibration is rising. So your psychic gifts are opening up. And so now you're seeing everything that was already there that you were just blind to before and you're feeling it. You're like, oh my gosh, I can feel all of the energy here. I can feel all of the energy in this house. I can feel all of the energy in this location. So you'll pick up on that. And now suddenly where it wasn't a big deal before, oh, now I can feel it. You know, I say this with, this is like the mold thing. Most homes, most buildings are moldy and not everybody feels that or is affected by it. And yeah, it's like, okay, people have different sensitivities, but I'm like, okay, I find it really hard to believe. Like, let's say there's somebody who isn't affected by mold. If they're living in mold their whole lives, I find it really hard to believe that that will have no repercussion on their health at all. Uh, And we look at all of these diseases of aging, neurodegenerative diseases, and it's like, okay, where did all that stuff come from? That was all a buildup over time, right? Or or things that we don't know the cause of directly um, or the cure for. It's like, okay, what were all the things that were building up and adding to our stress bucket over time? And there's a lot of things that it, it's like it's like using toxic personal care products. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not having a reaction to this right now. I put this on my face and I feel fine, but does that mean that it's not over time causing problems where eventually I have a sickness, I have disease? I mean, what? Environmental toxins cause most cancer. So My point is my body, when I walk into a moldy building, picks up on it. And that's a way of me having important information. So I know where I'm healthy, where I'm not. But also it's like, is it that I'm more sensitive in a bad way and I'm weaker? Or is it that I'm just seeing and feeling and experiencing what's actually going on where somebody else is not? Right? It's like for me with all my psychic gifts, I'm like, it's not that this isn't happening. And I'm like, like something new is happening. It's always been there. Other people just aren't seeing it. It's already going on. (laughs) Right? So wouldn't we rather know? So these sensitivities, and I think about this with music, like a lot of the music I used to love, I just literally can't listen to anymore because I can feel there's a really low frequency and like negative programming embedded within it. And so my body's just like hard no. And my ego's like, oh, I used to love that song. It was so fun. And it was like, that was still negatively affecting me when I was younger. I just didn't know. (laughs) And now I can actually hear it. And I don't even know how to explain it. I can just hear it. And the other thing is with EMFs. I think this is one of the biggest one ones like we really need to ground. I feel this very intensely. Like the more you raise your vibration, being around a lot of EMFs, the 5G, like y- your field can pick it up so strongly and it's like you can feel really fried in it, you know? So like watching your EMF exposure as much as you can, using EMF protectors. I have like shungite all over the place. I do what I can, but I also can tell like, and I can feel when I walk into an area where there's just like a lot of 5G, where there's a lot of EMFs and I'm like, I'm so sensitive to this. Another reason why, you know, we want to live out in the middle of nowhere um, you know, and this goes back to like even the, the building you're in, it's not even just, is it moldy or is it not? It's like, what, what are the materials that, what are the materials that this building is made out of? You're going to feel that. 
you are going to feel that. So a lot more sensitivity uh, because you're becoming vibrationally attuned. So you're picking up on more things, right? With that, it's like psychic senses are on. And so I'm having more of a knowing about what's resonating for me and what's not. Dream space is more active for sure. I'm getting a lot more signs and synchronicities because I'm seeing what's been there the whole time. I'm just now aware, right? And so what, what a lot of this is, I find is like, the overarching theme is I just, ha- I have to live in alignment. I have to say yes to myself and anything else is, is too painful or too uncomfortable. I have to have my own space. I like, like that's kind of the energy of it. Like I, like I need to do what I came here to do and what's feeling good for my soul. Um, and overworking or trying too hard or trying to do things in an old way, none of that's going to work. It's quite literally not. And I'm hitting so much resistance and it's very painful for me. And my entire body is screaming at me like this isn't working. So that's the shift in business, in relationships, in health. It's like my body is guiding me. My intuition is guiding me. And if I'm not listening to that, if I'm listening to my ego instead or my logic or my rational mind or doing what worked before, just because it worked before, even though I don't want to, I don't really like it or I don't want to do it. It's just not, it's not going to work anymore. Whereas before when we did things that worked before and made logical sense, it, it, it did work. It was one way to do it. Maybe it wasn't the most efficient way. And then it gets to a place where it's like, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Uh, and we'll be pushed to surrender for that to happen. Like, I think for me, well, I know for me, my physical energy, like this, like, you know, what my human calls being lazy is what has forced me to just live in surrender and do it all in a very different way and call it in the quantum and things like that. So noticing how you're being pushed and where you're feeling resistance or how your body is talking to you is going to uh, really help in it. And if you're feeling like, it's really just a feeling of like, I literally can't. The more that you move through ascension, there's so many things you're gonna look, you're gonna look at. And you're like, I literally can't. Or I think about certain situations I would engage in, or conversations I would engage in, and now I'm just like, I can't. Because what changes is you are so aware of your energy, and you want to protect your energy, and you want to conserve it, and you understand that it's a gift, and so you're not just gonna freely give it away or exchange it if it's not serving you. And there are a lot of things that maybe I used to, I, I would enter into before, and now I'm just like. I'm just going to go in a different direction. Like it's not worth it for me. It's not worth it for me, you know, or I'm not going to just give my energy or exchange my energy just to people please, or because it makes somebody comfortable. Like I, I don't want to, because you understand how precious your energy is, uh, in, in a number of capacities. Right. And, and because you know that when you you give your energy, exchange energy, when it's not in alignment, it still leaves you feeling empty. And because the more you shift in your vibration, you're feeling this deep craving, like just craving. What that's guiding you toward is living in alignment and living your mission. And you know that you don't want to settle for anything less than soul fam, than depth, than exploration, than really living out all of your gifts, right? Because that's what we're being guided to. Like a lot of that deep craving and searching, we're looking for divine love. We're looking for really accessing and living our spiritual gifts and our power. Like that's what the craving is, that we're searching for that divine love, which I find in my relationship with source. 
which I feel in relationships that are calibrated to that frequency, soul aligned relationships, soul fam. It feels like home. I'm looking for home. And if I'm feeling this craving, it's because I'm not quite home. Maybe locationally, maybe energetically, maybe emotionally. I'm looking for love and I'm also craving because I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to express my gifts. I want to be living my pap- my, my passion and my purpose. So we're going to feel that craving until we actually do that. And when we have a taste of what that all feels like, we're never going to settle for anything less, right? So it, there's much more of a, a I'm going to conserve my energy. I'm going to be wise about my energy. And that's a discernment thing. That's also a, I'm realizing I don't have to do all these things that I used to tell myself I have to do. I'm realizing there's an easier way to do things. I'm realizing there's a way to do things that could feel good because I'm, you know, there is much more of an energy of like challenging things in terms of eh, what's the easy button here. So my friend David always says, well, what's the easy button? Why are we wasting so much time doing things in ways that don't feel good when there's another way to do it? Right? So noticing where we are feeling guided and You know, I think like the biggest thing that, (laughs) well, not the biggest, one of the biggest things that has really shifted is like, and it goes along with everything I've talked about is really living this life of synchronicity, which I've talked about in different ways. And, and you get it if you're living it right. Where it's like literally all day, every day, I'm talking to the universe, literally all day, every day. Like you cannot make this shit up. The simulation you cannot make up. Like everywhere I'm going, I'm seeing... I'm seeing, you know, on a box of cereal at the grocery store, on somebody's, the back of somebody's shirt, on the license plate, like I'm seeing all of the messages, all of the words, like I'm getting it everywhere. People are in in a song, you know, you're like, holy shit, you can't make this up. And this isn't like a, you know, once a day thing or once a week. It's just like all day, every day, constantly being pummeled with signs. And you're like, you literally can't, like, this is like a movie because life is like a movie. And you start to live in a different way where you're actually just really listening to the signs and synchronicities and you're letting that guide you. You're letting the universe deliver to you. You're, you're really just letting yourself lean into, well, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. You're really just letting yourself lean into, I'm going to manifest it. There's going to be a miracle that drops in. You're going to learn to depend on miracles. You're really just going to lean into, okay, well, I'm going to get the signs. It's like, how do I, I I joke about it, but I'm serious. It's like, I make my biggest life decisions from my pendulum and from signs and synchronicities. When I need to figure something out, I'm like, please send me a sign. And this is how I get the most confirmation I need. And it's just so funny because the way I used to make decisions before was just so logical and rational. And I, I would really follow that. And then it shifted into like, I would listen to that. And it was like 50% that and 50% my intuition. And now it's like, when I get the clear intuitive knowing, none of the logic even matters. <laughs> like it overrides it completely you know? Uh, and it's just funny as I like think about a lot of the conversations I have with different friends. I mean, we sound like we're living in a completely different reality. I mean, we kind of are. It's like, yeah, my guide said this. And then I was talking to this person in the astral and then I got a sign about this. And so I'm deciding to sell everything I own and change my career and move to a different country. <laughs> Knowing like, if other people heard this, they would literally think this was insane. It made no sense. Like, oh, you saw on a license plate, the word move. And so you're, you're going to shut down your entire life and, and restart in a new country. But it's like this, it, that feels like the realest thing. 
Because you know you can't make this shit up. <laughs> and and that's, you know, what it's like. Like, it can feel like you're living like a double, triple life all the time because you're like in, in this experience, in this like 3D-ish experience, in the simulation, living out the video game and also holding the other realities that are going on. Also holding the realities of what's going on in the astral, what's going on in the dream space, what's going on in your different incarnations, in your different parallel realities, all of it at the same time, in, in your different lifetimes, like holding all of this at the same time uh, and, you know, having your own relationship with, with the universe and your guides and all these signs and synchronicities and then all this 3D stuff and it's like all this is going on at once. And... Isn't that a fun part of raising your frequency? I'm like always a secret agent. I've always got a lot of things going on. Different different realities we're experiencing. Oh man. Is there anything else I want to talk about? I think that's pretty much it. I thought this is going to be like a 30 minute thing. What I really want to get across is if you're judging yourself, probably unnecessary. No need to judge yourself. If you feel like you've gotten lazier, if you feel like you're getting pickier, if you feel like you're disappointing people and letting people down, if you feel like you're being too much, if you feel like you're asking for too much, is that really true? Or are you just getting in alignment? Is that really true? Or are you just ascending? Is that really true? Or are you just being guided to the new template, the new way of being? That's my question for you. So that's pretty much it. Things that change through ascension. If you find yourself spending entire days and you're like, I did nothing. I don't know what I did, but I also feel like I did so much. Welcome to the club. (laughs) We are expanding, contracting time. That is the story of my life. It makes zero sense. And that's really how you know you're ascending because you're like, none of this makes any sense. Nothing. And the things that seemed so logical and rational and made sense before make zero sense now. So that's it. Those are some things I've been feeling. If it resonates for you, definitely let me know. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina the channel and tag at Christina the channel podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, leave a comment below and let me know what you have experienced. Any of these or anything else through your ascension journey. I mean, there's so much more I could go into, but those are the top of mind things. It's like so many different nuances as I live my life. I'm like, oh my God, I charge my food every time I eat it. Like all these little things that I didn't used to do, but you realize that energy is everything. And, and oh my gosh, the way I move through my entire day is different than it was before because different things matter. And you realize what's really moving the needle. You realize what's really working. It's not the manual labor. Uh, it's the energetics and that is the cheat sheet to life. I maintain, I maintain that. (laughs) So I hope this was interesting. Definitely let me know what you resonate with and what else you're experiencing. And I think it's really helpful to share these things with each other, with the community so that other people know they're not alone. They're not going crazy. And this is how we're really going to open up the conversation to normalize new ways of being. And what I mean by that is really normalize living in alignment and following your soul instead of your ego. All right. That is it for today's episode. Thanks again so much for tuning in. 
I hope you have an amazing rest of the day and I will chat with you again next time.